0: back to Soundcheck Flicks. I uh, hope you're enjoying it so far. I'm Tim Piles. Graham's over there on the left. And How are you doing?
1: Dude, I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. I'm very happy about today's episode. It's amazing. I'm very uh, happy about our
0: guest. 30 years at the front of the Casbah. Just celebrated here at the Casbah. I'm always uh, surprised you don't have a tip jar or something up there. Have, uh, have, maybe we can start that after this People podcast. People are nice
2: every now and then. People are nice every now and then.
0: People are very nice to Ben Heine. <laughs> uh, and that's why you stay there at the door. I, I'm just amazed. 30 years of working at the Casbah. Who beats you? Anybody else? Uh, other than here, the, not that I know. <laughs> other than Tim Mays, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Longest living employee. Yeah. How are you feeling today? I feel good. Yeah?
2: Man. I'm ready, I think. Are you? Yeah, I hope how,
0: so. How many times have you seen this film?
2: Overall, my God, twenty-five
0: times probably. Would you have seen it in theaters?
2: I did see it in theaters. Saw it when I was thirteen years old at the uh, I think where Soma is now.
0: Oh wow, was that the Glass House? No, uh, it was the theater. Sports Arena. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're stoked to have you, and we want to hear some stories about this place. Maybe there's a few things you can think about that remind you of uh, great memories. Or even uh, bad memories, I guess. I mean, uh, how many people you think you've thrown out of this oh, place it's... in 30 years?
2: Well, that was mostly um, that was all you know years back, but I, uh, it's, it's a different a deb- place, deb- deb- right? Three,
0: it's three digits. Rem- three, <laughs> remember, remember when people used to climb up uh, and over the the, the scaffolding uh, here and like drop down uh, inside yeah. the Casbah for some cold that. Like, caught them. Caught them. Caught them and as man, they're dropping. Walked walk them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has that happened any time yeah. lately? Again, yeah, yeah. No,
2: no, no, not in years, I, I know of. But. I've, I've had it happen like
0: twice. Uh, yeah, alright. Yeah. Those are the kinds of stories people want to know about the cat. Maybe we don't need to tell people yeah, 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 about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how you do it anymore. Well, great. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what we did? They uh, fall through
1: the chicken wire now. That's yeah. how it happens. Yeah,
0: that, that's not good for anybody. Yeah. Uh, but 1981, John Carpenter's Escape from New York, a film that he fought to make. Uh, he wrote in the mid '70s, right? Yeah. Yes, um, Post based on Watergate, but uh, really had a hard time ever getting it made. It was the success of Halloween that yeah. made this
1: available. It was sitting in the trunk of his car, literally. Yeah. <laughs> the script was in the trunk of his car for eight years wow. or so. Yeah, and then Halloween turns out to be one of the most profitable films ever, and then he can just do what he wants. And yeah, he did the Fog right after that, which was oh, also which pretty, was, yeah, was, pretty damn yeah, cool. Good movie. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoy any film with Adrian Barbeau. Damn, honestly,
0: yeah. yeah. They take advantage of her assets. Of course they do. John John does.
1: (laughs) Well, John was married to her at the time. He could do that. (laughs)
0: Uh, That's true. She's still alive. I looked that up. Yeah, she's 80 or
2: something. It's amazing
0: some of these actors and actresses who just kind of, they're not.
1: She's still working. Yeah, She still gets roles here and there. She's healthy. Yeah. Does she do voiceover work? I think I read something like that. Probably. They all do these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's
0: where the money's at. They just don't get covered on TMZ. Maybe because they're not doing anything dumb. Well, they're old, too.
1: Yeah, they have, yeah. TMZ is for the, youth. Come yeah. for the youth. They don't even care about Britney Spears that much the anymore. 30 Mile Zone. <laughs> don't say that. She's too old now. She's too old. They're on to Ariana Grande and whatever. I'm, Ice Spice and whatever they can get up to. I'm well, the film right <laughs> is amazing. And still, I had forgotten
0: and had to read this after the fact. And I think you even said this, but it is narrated by Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: But, uh,
1: uncredited.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, just like Halloween three, she does some of the voiceovers, and she's terrific. She's a great voice. I love the
0: uh, the dude that's the drunk derelict that has one of the wristbands. Yeah, that I'm Snake, the Snake wants, <laughs> and he he's the guy from uh, They Live. Um, yeah, that's in the like the gala that greets mm-hmm. Rowdy Piper and. It's interesting when you see people pop up in different carpenter. Carpenter yeah. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. these are yeah. Carpenter people yeah. and
1: they love Carpenter, man. Yeah, yeah. They signed up for the ride. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it wasn't just one movie, like which says, you know, we love him anyway, because we love his movies. Yeah. But I think the fact that all these people keep coming back to work with him, I think he's pretty fun to make a movie with. Oh, very
2: much so. It must be.
1: Yeah. Must you be. think there's drugs involved in a John no. Carpenter film at
2: all? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> different kind of drugs. Those, those movies, yeah, I different
0: kind do of that. drugs. Well, what makes it your favorite film? Why? Why are we sitting here out of the, all the films? Uh, why? Why'd you? Pick yeah, we could have had the Warriors.
2: Yeah, we. Yeah, we. I mean, I was. You, I was going to do the Warriors, but you know what? <laughs> and I was like, maybe, maybe something I've saw in the theaters originally, because you know that's what I was doing. You know, I was going to see movies. in the Early '80s, and uh. Yeah. Did
1: you skip? Did you sneak into this one? Were you old enough?
2: Well, no, I was, no, no, I was thirteen. Fuck yeah! I was uh <laughs> basically. I was. I, I hung out with these people in Point Loma. And we'd go to we'd ride our bikes to like the glass house or the sports arena, and we'd either like buy a ticket for some PG movie, and Absolutely. then walk over, or get someone to buy us a ticket, which would sometimes happen, which is, was like it's like trying to buy beer <laughs> so later, you know.
3: Get,
2: I remember that. <laughs> or, and uh, it was either this one or the Road Warrior. My friend's dad actually like drove us there, bought the tickets for us and gave us the tickets, and those had fun. Nice. So, yeah, it might have been this one but i think it was actually yeah, it might have been road warrior or the thing i saw all those movies same place you know it was, it's a great memory there so i would go into some and now it's like wow this is weird right
0: right <laughs> well you can go into that one the small room and it still has the slanted floor yeah yeah oh, totally and uh it feels like the theater I, that's my favorite room i like the slanted floor so everybody's a little below me in front you don't like that
1: I like it as far as a view, what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you're a person with a bad back, oh, that yeah, room yeah. Is, is like a torture chamber. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't have a bad back.
1: I have a bad back, oh, and sorry. it's yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine Heine wouldn't do so well. Yeah. No, I, yeah. How's your health? How's
2: your hips? Uh, well, you know, uh, my, my knee's good. My hips, okay. My, uh, I just have to get another, another knee replaced.
0: He'll be should back. Be, I we, should can, be we can do that Disneyland trip uh, uh, we've been talking um, about for uh, a few maybe, years. Uh,
2: maybe, uh, yeah. Probably.
0: I got to take you to Galaxy's Edge. I would, I would like to. Go. I would. I'll charge that. I don't care. I just want to
3: take you there.
0: <laughs> that would be cool. He that deserves, would be pretty he cool to see that. you two oh, yeah. nerds at Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. <laughs> 30 years here, though, at the Casbah. Still, I'm, it's mind-blowing. Have you had other jobs in that 30 years at all? No.
2: Uh, no. no? Uh,
0: you're well, a Casbah lifer. Well,
2: actually, uh, well, did I? No, I didn't. Nope.
0: In that 30 years, who's your favorite Casbah employee ever? I don't know. I oh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, who's, your, who's your least favorite? I thought Orion was saying me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that,
1: Orion? No, see, he's not laughing. You're, you're asking <laughs> him to play favorite children here. Know, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's, that's putting that's, him on the
2: spot, man. I am, uh, well, I, am, I am smart enough to not do that. <laughs> so did did
0: that set you down a path or... You know, did you just become a John Carpenter fan? Had you already seen Halloween then at that point? No,
2: no, I didn't see Halloween until a couple years later. Okay. Even. So this was your first
1: Carpenter movie. This
2: would be my first Carpenter movie. Yeah, oh, cuz I didn't see The Fog in the theaters. Fuck
1: yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Or, or Assault on Precinct 13.
2: Oh, no, yeah, no, I didn't see that till I was like probably 20. Oh, god, all 20s. those are so yeah, yeah. great. Oh yeah.
1: I love that this was your intro. That's I don't terrific. I don't think I've seen Assault personally. I don't oh, know. It's a great one. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah. You there is some shocking oh, scenes. Oh my there. god, the ice cream <laughs> scene. We're all thinking about the same one?
2: A little girl <laughs> just takes a bullet to the chest. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's just oh. rough. and it's and it's like who the little girl is, it's like it's, uh, She's like a, a TV star it's Kim at Kim Richards, time. right? Kim Richards,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Real yeah. Housewives. Escape from Mitch. Uh, mountain. Which mountain yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah it's her, and wow. it's one of her first ice, movies. Ice the oh, wow. And the ice cream man pulls up. She's like, can I get some ice cream with sprinkles? And he's like, <laughs> it's fucked yeah. up. Wow. But, yeah, like, and, was, and that's uh, John Carpenter's You don't like, kill
0: kids on camera. No, no but John Carpenter oh, does.
1: Yeah, He did in 78 or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, 76 or so. He Well, Halloween they did too, because technically those are teenagers, even though they're all... Much older than that. Yeah. Other than Jamie Lee, Thirty year old teenagers, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But what a a stand was there anything like it before it, do you think? Before that you would relate to Escape from New York with that dystopian feel and the
1: like it was no. like, well Mad, never Mad Max would have been but
2: I didn't see yeah. Mad Max either. I saw I okay. didn't
1: I saw the Road Warrior. But... Had you watched like Zardoz or like Logan's no. Run or some of those uh, yeah, Logan's Run was ones? a standout for me. Yeah. yeah not, I
2: mean I, I think I saw Logan's Run, but yeah, nothing
1: None of those. So Escape from New York is that jam. It's just that it, movie. kind of
2: yeah, it really was. Like I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, no.
1: Oh well, here's another one I got for you. So Escape from New York comes out, it's a hit. Did you ever see any of the Italian rip offs? Oh yeah. Like Bronx Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, or, I've seen. Duh, I mean, I've seen most of them after the fall of New yeah, York. Yeah yeah, 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 Those are they're, they're hilarious. They're pretty terrible. <laughs> I mean,
2: which is why, like, that's part of the thing. Like the sets, like those sets are terrible. Yeah, but compared to like the real thing, it's oh but man. I think that
1: what's funny enough, though, I think those Italian productions actually filmed in New York. Did that? Uh, New York did, did not. not. Did yeah, not. Totally. But they did film on uh, Liberty Island. They Filmed island. on Liberty Island. Yeah, yeah. That, I I read that that was the first movie yeah, they yeah. film there, which yeah. is kind of a cool wow. film definitely. Film. But it's they had just the that, whole island. It's a really cool shot, though. It's the one of Liberty that starts off with Liberty, and the camera pans down to Tom Atkins walking down the stairs and then towards the control room, yeah. and he's talking about the two dudes they just blew up on the raft. That's a really cool scene. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and that's like. I think one of only one or two that they actually filmed in New York. New York. I mean, they even filmed a couple in LA, but the Central Park scene was clearly LA. Yeah. And and there were no trees and it's supposed to be Central Park. I was like, come on, man. (laughs) This doesn't look anything like Central Park. Like But yeah, of course it was filmed in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah.
2: St. Louis, Illinois. (laughs) East St. Louis. (laughs) East St. Louis
1: to be specific. (laughs) And there had been a lot of fires there recently, and they were trying to replicate New York. New York was, of course, they wouldn't shut the lights off for them to yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. It was too expensive and everything else. And so they were just like, let's find another city. And they drove around. Of course, East St. Louis has a reputation. And, uh, you know, no disrespect to those people who live there. Uh, but, What's you know, the that, reputation? Oh, it's a, it's a rough slice Ruff of life. R- okay. Rough city, yeah. man. Oh, I've it, never it's been a rough, there. It's a, no, it's a rough side of the river, man. Like, okay. But, you know, those people make it work, Is man. that where
0: the Griswolds pull
1: up? And yes. It is? Absolutely. <laughs> in vacation. Now well, we have perspective. <laughs> so that's where they filmed it at. Uh, and I mean, it is the kind of, though, th- I love this story because they were fil- So there'd been, not this part, there'd been a fire. And so there were a bunch of yeah, like, 10 out. blocks or so. Yeah. There was burned out buildings. I love that there was one night that uh, Kurt Russell was in a snake Plissken outfit and he got a cost. He had some local gang come up to him and they were going to mess with him. And then they saw the fake gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. And fucked right off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would too if I saw that guy waiting, standing right there. Like, I don't care if I got seven guys behind me. That's yeah. snake fucking Blisken. Like,
0: Let's talk about the fact that this, is this his, like, first action role too? Coming out of being, like, a Disney, like, uh, sweetheart Now whole yes. thing, right? He's he'd not been a
1: badass. No. Yet. This is this it. This is why he couldn't get the role. Now they yeah. went through a bunch of guys before they got to Kurt Russell. Now, Carpenter wanted Kurt Russell because he'd done the Elvis TV movie with him. And oh, uh-huh. and he knew that Kurt Russell could handle it. This yeah. is our next action hero right here. Yeah. I mean, and think about it. Schwarzenegger, Stallone's around, but Rambo still hasn't happened yet. Well, yeah, it just happened. First blood had just happened. But Schwarzenegger's not really a thing yet. Like no. Kurt Russell's right there on the launching builder. pad, and Carpenter's vouching for him. And they, they want Charles Bronson. That was it, Charles Bronson. He thought Not it was that. too old. Yeah, right? yeah too old. he would have been too old. And, and Clint doing. Eastwood is who Snake Plissken is, basically. Oh. That's who Kurt Russell's doing. They also wanted him. He's also too old. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Norris's name popped up. Hmm. Tommy Lee Jones was one that the yeah. studio wanted, but Carpenter didn't want. And then you hear Nick Nolte and Jeff Bridges came up. Now, he would do Starman with Bridges a few years later. But, and Chris Christopherson also popped up for oh, some wow. reason, but... Um,
2: convoy, yeah, but <laughs> but Christopherson
1: had just bombed in a recent movie, and so they just kind of didn't want him. What out. was the movie he bombed I, in I can't remember. Was it was. Heaven's Gate? I think it was. I think it <laughs> was. Oh, am oh, that, pretty a, certain it was. That's
2: the one that ruined the, the, the movie system, right? Yeah, um, oh, I, I think it was that. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: that's why they cooled on him. But Carpenter stuck to Russell, and he's like, No, this guy is going to be the next action hero. And he was right, yeah, he was absolutely so right. So good, so good. And this, and I love that Snake is this, like, he's a he really a. We had Clint Eastwood with the Westerns, especially the Sergio Leone ones, playing an anti-hero. But this is really an anti-hero. Yeah, I mean, Plissken is a walking middle finger to the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that 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 snake on his chest tattoo might as well be FTW. <laughs> he does not care, yeah. like, throughout the entire film. And so, I, and uh, you know, we got into the 90s and the 2000s, and that's when the anti-hero really became a popular thing. This is well before that, like... Yeah. And there's there's no doubt that we love him. He's terrific. I would. Have
0: you seen the the cut scenes? The beginning one,
1: the
2: robbery. It,
0: the, okay, because he robs the federal. That's Reserve. the first scene. The, yeah. Have you
1: watched that?
2: I have not seen
1: the cut scenes. It's on YouTube. Okay. Um, okay. I yeah, it's on there. Those. I understand why they cut it. Um, he's robbing the Federal Reserve uh, at the very beginning of the film. The original beginning has him in a janitor's outfit walking out with a suitcase out of the federal reserve and he meets a guy that's wiring a subway train downstairs who's his partner and they take this subway to san francisco to escape but when they get to san francisco it's all cleared out you know where they arrive at and uh, the station and snake starts suspecting something's up and all of a sudden there's guys with guns everywhere you know
2: what i have seen wow. that i i have seen that
1: that's right and they shoot the guy yeah 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 and it's uh, yeah. you could kind of see why they cut it cuz he's just a bad motherfucker anyway like <laughs> i mean that scene didn't need to really be in there like when no. he walks off this, when he walks off the bus you know like 15 minutes into the movie or whatever yeah. Yeah. that's a great introduction a good, to him yeah. they didn't need that scene and that's kind of what carpenter realized yeah. yeah. cuz i don't need that scene cuz this they can dude's just explain just it bad yeah. i mean so yeah and when you see him walk off the bus, you're gonna know everything. Now, oh, yeah. his
0: partner—they
1: shot scenes with another
0: person. Yeah, that... there was
1: another guy, and he gets killed in those scenes. But
0: did, did the, were there more scenes with this other? No, it... it was just that one long one, scene okay.
1: for like five or six minutes or whatever. Okay. But, um. Yeah, they cut you it. Who played his partner? Gl- I don't remember. <laughs> so he's at the end of the credits. I think they actually left him in the credits, even though he got cut. But it's nobody of consequence. What's your favorite name on the credits? Dick Warlock. Dick
3: Warlock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's listed
0: twice as a stuntman and stunt coordinator, by the way. Yeah. Dick Warlock.
2: Man, double
0: D. And he's also, what, on Halloween 3? Probably all the Carpenter films. Yeah. But yeah, we figured sure, out yeah. they all want to work with him, right?
1: Yep. He's a Carpenter guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's funny
2: with the robbery. I, I was so into the movie when I was a kid that I actually read the, the, the novelization. And uh, it, it talked all about like the, the, the robbery at length. But in, in the novelization, for some reason, they used the name Denver Bob as his as the guy that he was with, but which is the guy that plus is like he ran out on his brain. But uh, yeah, the novelization is great. It really went into the uh, into like you know the, the, the robbery at length and uh, kind of got set it up, set the world up for you too more like uh,
0: as to what happened and yeah yeah. I mean, you're talking about a... uh,
2: these, these this militaristic federal police. They call it the Black Bellies. We're uh, running wild, you know, that everyone fears them. And, uh, you know, so just keeping that in the back of my head, I was a 13 year old kid. I didn't care about politics at all. And, uh, but that was in the back of my head forever. And then, like, when 9 11 happened, I saw the response to that. I'm like, man, we are living it now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he was only off by a couple of years. Yeah, Ninety- yeah, <laughs> <heaven>. <laughs> totally. yeah, I'm like, man, this yeah, is not it, good.
0: In the book it says, or it's in the writings, I don't know if it's what you read, but the West Coast is, like, desolate. It's, it's, it, it says, yeah, yeah, something
1: nothing, yeah, out something, there. Yeah. So, Which yeah, like, let's set that up. So there's a war between the U.S. and China and Russia. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like now at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Yeah, so that's the background of this. And the president is flying to a summit. Summit. Uh, Hartford summit to meet up with those leaders and he's got something about nuclear fusion on a tape Uh and it's in a suitcase in there in his his possession in Air Force One and they've been hijacked and they're taking them down and they're going to crash them into the military prison or the prison that is Manhattan Island.
0: Talk about the flashbacks of that experience as you see the Twin Towers featured prominently in the film as he ends up landing on top of one of them but that whole
2: thing is just well. That part very though, with weird. Air Force
1: One, they crash it into a building, yeah, yeah into a, mean, a building, you know? yeah, which and I
2: was like, oh, they don't crash into the World Trade Center. I know like, no, you have to land on that, so not that. But. But, but it does make you that. wonder yeah. if the
1: terrorists watched this movie and got some ideals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad to say, I do to think yeah, that, yeah. But, but that's exactly what happens. And then the glider coming in at the World Trade yeah, Center yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy, <laughs> He flies right at it and then yeah. zooms up, and oh. you're just like, oh, that's not creepy, yeah. <laughs> But it, it's also odd that, you know, these people that normally in these movies, terrorists, we would think they were the bad guys taking down the plane into the prison. And here we yeah, were talking yeah, yeah, earlier. Yeah. We're like, well, if, if America's turned into that much of a shithole, she may have yeah. been the good guy she in the was whole like story. The
2: one good person in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Although
2: terrorists terrorist is still so a terrorist. But so.
1: And then, <laughs> so then Donald Pleasance goes and climbs in the giant dodgeball and, yeah. e- and, <laughs> and is ejected and more, yeah. you know, more Kamork's totally, kind yeah. of egg totally. shot off into the prison. And then he's. Captured within seconds. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, he... Well, it's
0: a big red egg floating from the <laughs> sky. <laughs> Seriously.
1: <laughs> they catch him pretty quick. And uh, so Van Cleef and them come in with his troops, and they're going to rescue him, and he's not there. Yeah. And then who do we have arrived?
2: <laughs> Romero. Oh. Romero. The, the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank Doubleday. <laughs> this guy, like, he had a career, but, like, this was his shining moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in a movie with Donald Pleasance.
2: Yeah overacting in every scene he's in <laughs> yeah yeah
1: you've got frank doubleday just hamming it up every time he's on screen oh man i wonder if he was an
0: inspiration for some comic book character something just the oh. hair the, the look the whole thing great, oh. so, i mean i thought it was willem defoe for years actually <laughs> yeah. but it's not willem yeah. Dafoe.
2: But his voice was great just, you know you touch him he does. you're not near in 30 seconds he does. You come back and he dies. Was just <laughs> such a beautiful opening line, and the way he dropped his head <laughs> yeah, right yeah, before just, he said, and it. And little, "little chuck, little like shrug," and then they scurry <laughs> off,
1: and he goes, <laughs> "all the all the little creepy laughs." Oh, and he's everything the, he does. The little ticks are are just genius. There's
2: nothing by accident in that movie ever.
1: He's like the greatest sixth man ever. Like, if this was a basketball team, it's like, he's not in the starting five, but this guy's coming off the bench and dropping, like, 12 three-pointers or something. He's just killing it. Like, he's just amazing in the few moments that he's in in the movie. Like, and our boy Harry Dean. Let's talk about Harry Dean, the brain. Always always good. Yeah, we got to talk about Harry Dean a few weeks ago with... uh... Repo Man. Repo Man. Oh, just, I love Harry Dean. I got all the kind of love for him. Brain. Brain. Yeah.
2: Harold, Harold Hellman. Harold.
1: <laughs> so essentially, he makes gas. Is yeah, his yeah, life yeah, yeah, somehow
2: he refines, yeah, refines gasoline. I noticed that
1: too. You
0: can see the uh, the oil rig in the background yeah. pumping uh, like.
1: Up that's in. the deal he's made with the uh, with uh, uh, Duke. The Duke, yep. yeah. a number one. A yeah.
2: number one. I figured things out for him.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that's why he gets to live in. And Adrian Barbeau, Maggie, has been given yeah. to the brain, as was stated in the film. She must really love the brain well she chose it we'll see that in the end yeah Yeah. um she's terrific
2: um donald pleasance is Amazing, always. As even even when he phones it in, it's it's great, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are absolutely movie he phones it in. This is not one of them, no, at all. <laughs> no,
1: I love the blonde wig he's wearing when yeah, they, they and that was his choice, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. He oh, that's cho- funny. He wanted to be humiliated in the scene, <laughs> so he chose to put that on, and they let him run with it, and it's great.
2: Uh, and
1: the brain gets stabs uh, Romero, and yeah, yeah. we see our boy go down pretty quick.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, but, but that, that, with the least acting of the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but,
1: so even just, then, <laughs> but even then. But even then. So the whole premise of this thing is that Snake's going in to save the president. And he's going to get him back out. He's got to take him out within 24 hours because he's had these capsules put into mm-hmm. him. And he's got to find a way out. And he's thinking he's going to take him out in the glider, yeah. the glider. But that, but as we know, isn't going to happen by the end. Um the bridge sequence at the end—they break down on the bridge sequence in the end. Let's break that down because that's uh, really terrific. Because the movie kind of switches yeah. right there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the whole movie—he's just middle fingers—and it's all these creepy images and everything. And then we get there to the end, and it kind of changes a little bit yeah. because uh, we get halfway across the bridge, they hit a landmine, land it blows mi- up, blows, blows
0: the
2: car up in half, blows the car in half, and uh, cabby right dies half, immediately.
1: And cabby dies with his car. Yes. And that's the first sign that we kind of see from Snake where he kind of reaches over to see if yeah, Cabby's he's still a, alive. Yeah, he's like, yeah. That's the first sign of any humanity we see out of <laughs> yeah. Snake. Like, that's the focus of this segment right here is uh. to talk about Snake's humanity. Because up until then, we really don't see much. Yeah. And he even walks by a sexual assault taking place when he's True. underground. Like, nah. and he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like. So he's just, you know, doesn't care. But this is the moment where I feel like he kind of changes. He reaches over and checks on Cabby. And then, of course, they're running and. Brain runs Maybe. to the left yeah, and tells he... everybody to run to the left and then he gets blown up. <laughs> and as Brain is lying there on the car hood dead, Maggie comes back to check on him and she's upset because she is prone to care for this person yeah. now yeah. that she was given to. And I think that's you know, that shows some emotion from her. And uh, he says to her, like Maggie, he's gone. Yeah, Come gotta on. Go. Yeah. And I love when he says her name. Like it's yeah. like Maggie. And they, there's a close-up on his face, and you can actually see Snake gives a shit. Like, yeah. and and when she says, you know, no, he hands her his gun. It's like, yeah. all right, go to work She's on Duke. Holds her hands out. Yeah. Yep. Give him the gun. I'll fight him off. Yep. Give her to Duke, and then they, uh, and of course, Duke plows right into her and kills her. Yeah. And uh, I love that scene of her bloody body laying there. Was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they had to add that later. It wasn't shot in the moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, well, there was some doubt about whether Maggie died with the test audiences. And I'm like, how is there any doubt? Oh, yeah, come a on. A flying Cadillac with chandeliers <laughs> on the hood just crashed into her and sandwiched <laughs> her in between that and a junk car. Yeah, like, yeah, she's totally, uh. dead. I yeah. mean, but there was some doubt. So they wanted to add a shot. So that's when they show her laying on the ground with all the blood all over. And Barbo and Carpenter are married at that time. And so they just filmed that in their garage. Oh, wow. Huh. After the whole thing Hilarious. was done. Oh, no. Yep. They did a great job. They did a terrific job. That was
2: like some of the best, like, blood in the movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And Maggie, so let's talk about how low-key badass Maggie is. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's great. So they walk in that, there's that scene where her and Brain go to get the president, and she, uh, Brain stabs Romero, and she pops the other three guys. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just. What's her backstory? She's sick. And then gift. how'd she end up there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would mention the scene where she was, uh, uh, she pulled it out from her dress. Yeah,
2: yeah. She uh, when uh, when we first when Snake and Brain first meet up again, and Snake's tired of Brain's shit stuff and uh, pulls his gun on him. She reaches under her dress and pulls out a knife. <laughs> He's like just ready to start stabbing. <laughs> okay,
1: and then another time, this is my favorite one with Maggie when they're at the train and they try to steal the president from the Duke and them, and they get caught. Uh, As Romero and Duke start walking towards uh, Snake and the president, and Maggie and Brain lay back, Maggie reaches into her jacket to grab her gun and starts pulling her gun out. She's going to pop Duke (laughs) in the back. Like, Maggie is a ride or die shit, dude. She's low key one of the baddest characters in this movie. She's not Snake Pliskin bad, but she's pretty sick. Nobody can beat Snake (laughs) Pliskin. And let's talk about Chock Full of Rats. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's this weird nepotism moment in the movie. It's the only part of the movie that drives me crazy. But it's uh, there's a scene in this place called Chalk Full of Nuts, and you guys said that was a coffee shop chain. It's
2: a it's a, a it's brand a coffee of coffee. Brand. Okay. That I guess had a chain at the time.
1: At the time. Before I remember their jingle. Okay, so they run in there. Or so Snake goes in there at night when he first gets there, and the crazies come from out. The crazies. They yeah. come out from underground, and so he's hiding from them, and he runs into this woman inside, and she's billed as the girl in the chalk full of nuts but it's chock full of rats because as soon as he comes yeah, in yeah, there's rats everywhere. everywhere yeah. Yeah. yeah but so her name is season hubley the actress and when you're looking at the opening credits it says special appearance by season hubley <laughs> i'm thinking who the fuck is season hubley like i mean i don't even know who that is so i'm like who's she sleeping with <laughs> kurt russell turns out <laughs> they're married so she get that's why she gets the whole credit special appearance by now the part that bothers me about that not only that it gets a special appearance, but she's billed before Harry Dean Stanton, Ernest wow, Gorknine, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's and Adrian right. Barbeau. That's not right. She uh. gets billed before all three of them, and they're wow. all central characters to this film. Now, to be fair... And then Girl Full and Chalk Full of Rats dies at the end of the scene. Yeah. She has one scene. One scene.
2: I think within uh, two years or something, I think that marriage is over. It was over. And she and Trey Russell's with Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And still They is. did have one kid together. still
2: though. are. Yeah. Still, yeah. 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 yeah uh, Let's talk about Cabbie.
1: Love cabin. Ernest Borgnine uh,
2: one of the greatest character actors ever. Just amazing. Genius. It's,
1: uh, I think it's one of those, like when we were doing Flash Gordon and you had Max Van Cedow sitting there. You had this guy yeah. who's this accomplished actor in this camp fest. And here you've got this sci-fi dystopian film. And you've got a guy that's won an Academy Awards sitting yeah. there. Like, he's good. Ernest Borgnine's terrific. Yeah.
2: Play the, the bandstand
1: music in his. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's that great. Yeah. He's that little ray of sunshine yeah. in all this darkness. Oh, he's always, always like, smiling.
2: Hey, snake! You should yeah. come down here. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Let me throw this Molotov <laughs> cocktail at these people, and then drives off. Like it's just always like that.
2: Oh yeah, like, he's always like that too. Like in the Wild Bunch, he's like, every now and then, like they'd, there's something weird be going on. And he just had this lap. <laughs> you know, <laughs> always good.
1: Yeah. And I like that. Uh, there's that weird thing. It's kind of a Dalton thing with Roadhouse, where like I thought you'd be taller. You know, everybody says to Snake, <laughs> yeah. "I thought you I were thought dead." I thought you were dead. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And you I you I read that everybody who says that line dies. I, I haven't, I haven't gone huh. back and checked that. I yeah. should, I should have checked for that last night when I was watching it. But I did read that everyone who says that line in the movie dies. <laughs> did Ernest Borgnine ever work with Carpenter again?
0: And then he
2: was other films? I don't think so. I don't think so. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he wasn't easy to work with. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Rare exception there. Yeah. Uh, Ox Baker, slag. Dude, pro wrestler. Yeah. How cool <laughs> was that scene? He looks oh, yeah. so yeah. wicked. Oh, I love that scene. When you were a kid, yeah. I was gonna say when you were a kid, what? you love that scene. When he I, I, gets oh, that oh, yeah. in the back of the head.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, like, oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, Damn.
1: So you told me earlier you didn't grow up with wrestling not the way all, some yeah. of us did. So yeah, you might not have re- recognized Ox Baker oh, yeah. immediately. But that he always had that crazy mustache. Yeah. And as soon as he walked out, the first time I saw the movie, I'd grown up with wrestling and I'd recognized him right away. <laughs> so I was in for the fight and then they hit him that bat. And you know, I'm a little kid and I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> this, this, movie, <laughs> this movie's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I thought he was terrific. Oh, who else we got here? Oh, Dean Cundy. Our man, he worked on Rock and Roll High School, director of photography. Huh? Oh. This is the Back to the Future guy. This is the Jurassic okay. Park guy. All this right. is the Mandalorian oh. guy. Oh, wow. like, okay. Dean Cundy is the shit. Yeah, he is. Like, we're going to hear his name a lot in this podcast. Yeah. He's shot Roadhouse. I mean, this yeah, guy Roadhouse. shoots everything wow. cool. Like, and that is quite a resume. Here he is. Yeah. Here he is. And I love that him and uh, John Carpenter and some of the other directors are sitting down in the crowd at the uh, Broadway scene when all that's going on. They just no, put, yeah, out, they put outfits on and just jumped in the crowd. <laughs> they were the band, I think, which I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, totally.
2: That makes sense. Carpenter would be in the band. <laughs> let's, let's get to the, the, the World Trade
1: Center part. Also, the cardio up there. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they go up and down those steps several times yeah. to the World Trade Center. Yeah, Snake like... goes
2: down once, up once, and, and they, down and again. On the
1: fifteenth floor or the fiftieth, fiftieth, fiftieth floor. <laughs> so yeah. there's
2: at least 150
1: stairs uh, floors from from Snake.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. When when what? Two of which with a hole on his leg.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's rough. <laughs>
2: should, should, no, what do
1: we think of the ideal as Manhattan Island as a as a prison? Do we like that ideal? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> as someone who's been to New York City, I think I really love that ideal. It is not a happy place. Well, yeah. People are very angry there, and it smells like pee. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: there
0: are
1: lots of rats. <laughs> and there are lots of rats. Like, I the more I watch this movie three nights in a row, the more I start thinking, you know. It's not a bad idea. Just three send nights them all there. A you watch it three nights in a row? I did watch it three nights in a row. Oh. And I'm like, you know, it's, I'm starting to get sold on this ideal of Manhattan <laughs> Island as a federal prison. Just send them all there from all over the country. Yeah,
2: but that's speaking <laughs> like uh, the, the imperialist racist police I state. know, I'm starting to buy into, <laughs> I know, I buy into who
1: I detest. I know. Let's. You know what? Let's do this. Let's get into John Carpenter. Let's do this. Let's open right, that one. Right. This is obviously your number one favorite John Carpenter movie.
2: It's, uh, it's, a, it's gotta be. It's, here. it's tied with the thing the I'd thing. say. Yeah. Okay.
1: Any other ones you dearly love?
2: Oh yeah. Uh,
1: where, where Big Trouble Little China. Big Trouble.
2: Yeah. Uh, I also love, I love They Live and, but like the thing is like Big Trouble Little China, this and the thing I saw all in the theater. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot better. You know, that's a lot better memory. That's the one me. with the
1: liquid. That's the picture of tr-
2: Darkness. That's a great movie yeah. too.
1: Yeah, that was in the run. His seventy-six to uh, eighty-eight run yeah. is just insane. It's incredible. I mean, from Assault on Precinct Thirteen up through They Live, he's just crushing. And then,
2: actually, and then in, in the Mouth of Madness. It was well, amazing. yeah, I mean, he, was he, a couple yeah. years later. Well, but some people still, uh, like
1: vampires too. Like, uh, you know, I, he, I do like vampires. Yeah, he still has a little spurt in the nineties there. But <laughs> I really admire that seventy-six to eighty-eight <laughs> run. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. where it's just like he's on fire. Yeah, no, that, I think uh, it's a legendary run. Like, yeah, and all of them are cult classics the killers of like,
0: all of them they have a life when, well beyond when, their when something theaters. like
1: Christine is on the bottom end of those <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's a solid horror film. Oh, it is yeah. It is. I mean he's just incredible and here's the thing that I don't even think we're going to be able to debate I think he's number one is there a better director composer in the history of oh, cinema I can't think of that, that does his own music to his own movies I don't even think it's close I don't think like that I no, can't you know, I am mean, like he does who does like, that really no i mean he kills it (laughs) and and i think that's one thing that i think he could get over with the young kids today is they love that stranger things kind of soundtrack yeah Yeah. those survive guys that did the stranger things music Mm. you know they sold yeah they sold a whole generation on the keyboard and now they love that shit yeah and so i'm like well Ah. carpenter's your guy like I keep telling the young cats i run into i was like you need to listen and watch this guy's movies from john carpenter because this is your dude yeah like stranger things is straight up at, at times, putting him off. It's yeah, exactly. absolutely, yeah, very it's strongly influenced by by Carpenter. Taking bits and pieces.
0: That's why yeah. we love it, and yeah. it taps into all of that.
2: Yeah, that eighties nostalgia that I still have. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. When were you
2: born? Oh, you're my 68. age. Sixty eight.
0: Sixty eight. Sixty eight. comeback Yeah. I've known this guy a long time. We were, uh, we, we, were at we went City to college, college together. City I was uh, <laughs> I was
2: nineteen years old and I met old Tim Piles. Yeah. There. I must have been. He was probably 21, 22. you guys streaking back then. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: we weren't. I mean, no. it was City College. Yeah. There wasn't like campus camaraderie, but we had yeah. a history class together. Yeah. But now, I, I, we,
2: I think it was just like we had like a one off It was like a one-off history class. Like yeah. Two teachers were like, for some reason, they put our classes together and I don't even remember why.
0: And you weren't even, yeah, you weren't even here yet,
1: huh? That's no. Crazy. I
2: was 19. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I didn't start here. I was 25 would here.
1: you i have a question for you there has been talk in recent years of a prequel to escape from new york they're going to take the snake plissken character and they're going to tell some of his story maybe we see the yeah. russians oh yeah yeah how, maybe yeah. we see when he was a war hero how he
2: loses his eye
1: yeah we see that stuff uh, yeah i can what see was that. that line but and i mean just, uh, just you flew the something over yeah, Leningrad. Yeah, 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 yeah. he <laughs> flew the glider into leningrad yeah. and he lost his eye in a toxic gas
2: toxic, it, mm. it, it, it talks about that in the book
1: yeah <laughs> so so here's, the, here's one name That has been thrown out there With the prequel Who would play Snake, Snake. Mm. And it's let, let me see if you'd be okay with it Are you okay with Chris Hemsworth?
2: He's Thor. too big
1: You think Thor's I, too
2: big? I think he's too early of, of a guy
1: I love the idea yeah, I think really? he would be terrific I think he could do it And it, you know what? His body can change from time to time He could, yeah, he but could he, I want Matthew McConaughey He could eat a little leaner and He rather. might be too old though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, he's, right. he's older than me I don't know. I'm, you know what? Normally, I don't, like, I don't like doing years later sequels, typically. Yeah. Like Anchorman 2 sucked and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But the prequel route is not a bad one. We're and we're I, so, for that. Yeah, and I'm not opposed to a Snake Pliskin prequel if they could do it right. Sure. And we heard the right people were involved. I would, yeah. be, I would be down with it. Weren't they going to remake it? Several times. Yeah, they the, talk the, of remaking. Yeah, would Even one up. time That'd be with this yeah, There and, was Wyatt Russell rumors. And, and he Wyatt, said That yeah. would be career suicide Absolutely. or whatever. Wyatt, Wyatt like,
2: Russell could do the prequel. I can see he's a good actor. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him in it's safer a couple of good. Yeah. I mean,
0: tell new stories. Don't remake. And he looks enough know, like, like,
2: like Kurt. Yeah. Sure?
0: That's what it, I mean. Uh, that's why I'm loving all the Star Wars stuff. Holy crap. There's just all this new, there's stories being told. It's like. There's there's a whole universe that unfortunately Escape from LA doesn't quite um Oh you went and said it no, 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 capture fuck. I mean it it the movie <laughs> shall not be <laughs> spoken of. Yeah, totally. I still enjoy it, but yeah. He surfed yeah <laughs> for like miles. Snake Clisten can do anything. Peter Fonda. Yeah, bro. I do um, like I do
1: like Peter Fonda. But yeah, that's a whole universe that would be fun to explore more of, you know. Yeah. And this was a big hit. Let's not let's give him his props. It was made for a 5 to 7 somewhere in that area budget. Yeah. And it was because I, you know what I'm surprised that he got that. So that was considered a decent amount of money at the time, but considering that that guy had just made you 300 million yeah. with Halloween a couple years earlier, I think he yeah. could have got a little more money. But
2: honestly, look what he did with that money. He did terrific.
1: I mean that it looks so good. It looks so good, and the map paintings like that's something that you don't notice unless somebody points it out. Is a lot of those backdrops when you see the glider flying in, any of the city shots yeah. from a distance, those yeah. are all matte paintings. Yeah. Amazing. I yeah. mean, and Jim Cameron, not James, yeah. our good old boy Jim Cameron, <laughs> Mr. Avatar, is painting those. Like yeah, he's wow. just on the set. He works for New. What was it? Uh, new Line Cinema. Yeah. He, well, something. he works for oh. um, Corman's Corman, company yeah. still. Yeah as he did in Rock and Roll High School and this yeah. is just a couple of years later. He's still working for him, he's still painting sets and he paints these mats and they just look incredible. He specifically did the Air Force 1 scene when that's coming down with the clouds and everything. Oh, yeah. That oh, looks man. really cool. Yeah. And that was that was our boy Jim Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> they
0: did the what looks like digital monitor screens is actually on the cameras glider. with reflective tape yep. on the city. Yep. Oh wow. So it's not that's not digital, it's like yeah. Like oh Tron. right. Tron. I you know that's crazy. Tron did a lot yeah. of that where they had they kind of look like Tron. all along the corners of these buildings mm-hmm. and it, it
2: wow that's that's what
1: happens when you got guys like Dean Cundy yeah, and and James man. Cameron They're just there their yeah. genius comes big out. And out a box, I mean, big time. And they they out how to do things before they built that model of New York City. Yeah. And it was so good that they handed it right off to the Blade Runner production. Because <laughs> uh, the Blade Runner was going into production, and they were like, dude, we're just going to put our own spin on this model and do our <laughs> own Metropolis. And that's exactly what they wow. did. Gosh, so it, I, back to
0: a loving,
1: you know, wow. analog and practical Blade sets. Blade Runner seems
2: like they've like just expanded it, though. They did. Oh, man. Well, they that's totally like, did. That's like, wow. But they
1: loved the base yeah. model. And oh, the guys man. that were making Blade Runner, Ridley Scott, and everybody was like, oh, let's just take that model and just appropriate it for our wow. own thing. Wow, oh, that's right. so amazing. So the movie comes out and it makes twenty five million. Yeah, I mean it's a hit. It made more money the opening weekend than it cost to make. Like that's it's an immediate hit. Immediate hit, yeah. And in that day, that was something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, nineteen eighty one. That means something.
0: I so, was thinking of other dystopian films, and uh, one that came to mind is uh, Soylent Green. Yeah. And that's before.
2: Yeah. Tired as people.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: My aunt's in that movie. Oh, She's an extra. I'm in Strange Days. Really? They. Through a the Juliet a, uh, Lewis, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Ah. They literally oh, yeah. threw a rave downtown LA. Yeah. You bought tickets to Delight Apex, Twin, <laughs> Delight. somebody else. And then it was the shoot for that scene. Totally worth it. In oh, yeah. in the movie at the end. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of crazy. So you're just raving out? We're just hanging out having fun. Yeah. You know, you know, so so I don't ever remember I mean, but there were tanks and certain things that were set up and yeah, it was yeah. pretty wild. Wow. I don't think we're. I mean, I can't. If it's a shot, it's like a massive crowd yeah.
3: shot.
1: Yeah. You know? That's funny. All right, Ben Heine, it's that time. What? What? Uh, oh. What's Whip it on, out? We're gonna we're gonna do this. So we did this once before. Huh. It's it's a <laughs> it's a category we did once before. We did, on our labyrinth episode with Hillary from Lead Pony. It's called "What's on Gandalf's Playlist." So this is inspired by Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. And we were watching, Orion and I came up with this one night where we were like, what the hell does that guy listen to? We were just, you know, we're music people. That, and we're going to think about this when we're watching a movie sometime. So that inspired us to be like, every now and then on this podcast, we're going hit to our, hit our guests with that question. Pick a character from the film and tell us what kind of music they're, they're rocking. Okay. So who do we got?
0: Okay, let's, well, so let's talk about the year this is supposed to be. So this, okay. is 81. Well, this is '81. Well, no, it's supposed to be
2: '97. Released in 80. the movie, but yeah, yeah I'm, used, movie I'm, using, I'm using that, uh, that, that several years in there to uh, on okay. this list. So who who we got? Uh, so okay, I picked Romero. Yes, because he's a freaky dude. Obviously, and the first thing I thought, like, okay, flamboyant, flamboyant, but also least. like very hardcore. So I was thinking, okay, something like like GBH, like City be Eaten by Rats, something like that. Then I'm thinking, well, he's also like really out there, like mentally. So I went with uh, the Stooges, uh, L.A. Blues, which is all just like screaming and percussion and stuff. and like just ridiculous. And uh, James Chance and the Contortions, uh, uh, yeah. King Heroin. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the No Wave stuff, and I figured he would too. Yeah. I see him
0: listening to some Gary Wilson too, maybe, in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah actually, maybe. <laughs> I'm not a big Gary on his
1: light, on his light days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. On his light days, uh, he is light.
2: And going back to the noisy thing, Bellwood uh, Underground." I heard her call my name. Great song. And uh, last one is the like the only like kind of mainstreamy song, uh, "Psycho Killer" by uh, Talking Heads. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs> Good we, job. We love you.
2: Aw, thanks. I love you guys.
0: Do you have any favorite shows here over the years that you remember that stand out from uh, whether you came as a fan or even? Getting turned to, were you here the night Gogo Bardella played the first time?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I uh-huh. was uh, actually, I was I was working the floor and uh, when they went into, I do what the name of the song is, but the crowd picked up the monitor and just like started carrying out the crowd like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, deal with that, I am not dealing with that.
0: <laughs> were you here the night the floor flooded with the extra action marching band?
2: Uh, oh. No, I was not here. That No. Night, there was like an inch of water yeah, with a marching bad. band
0: that was. Yeah. they weren't on stage. They were. But I there.
2: have seen them here. But not, yeah. not that night. Thank God. What are some
0: of your favorite local bands?
2: Uh, well, uh,
0: I know Omega Three. Omega Three is definitely for one of them. them to play your anniversary. All, I'm all the a big bands fan that played
2: my my anniversary were, I'm definitely fans of. Yeah. Uh, All Monster Review, Deep Sea Thunderbeast. Yeah, they're great. Albie Dam's a good new band. Yeah.
0: Are you documented on a lot of shows and events over the years? Have you found yourself in photos and videos of not so much uh, being at the door, but
2: um, there's like a dragon's video that I was in briefly. And, uh, but in that movie, um, it's going to blow. It's going to blow. There's a scene where they're, they're talking to Tim from creedle walking down the street. And then the next scene that shows me sitting at the, at the door at the old casbah,
0: were you there the night Nirvana played? No, the night smashing pumpkins played.
2: No, I tried. I, I, me uh porter and i tried to come to that show but we while well, we drove up it was like obviously it's like sold out and there's like a hundred people outside we're like okay we're not getting into this show obviously
0: did you work at any other venues
2: iguanas at tj
0: how how many years did you do that
2: I, i'd like really solidly six months but then i do it every now and then to get into a show like to get into iggy pop uh, uh no that was actually working then uh <laughs> um Epop, what's another one? Uh, Ninety Snails. I had to work that to see that, but those that those shows are totally worth it. Those are some of the best shows I've ever seen. So,
1: yeah, Tijuana uh, crowd gets down, man. Oh yeah, and,
2: oh they like they love metal. Oh my metal god, metal shows are I saw, crazy there. Yeah,
1: five years ago I saw Megadeth in a bullfighting ring down there. Oh wow, and it was an experience. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just you had to just keep your head on a swivel because there yeah. were bottles flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's wild.
2: Yeah, there's uh, Guans are smart enough to not give any bottles out. It was like just plastic cups, plastic cups for everything.
0: Are you stoked for any shows coming up? Anything you're looking forward to?
2: Well, um. The anniversary of the Casbah. It's uh, not here, but it's our show. Goblin is playing the, uh. Music box. The music box on October 29th. I'm going to go see that. They're going to do uh, the soundtrack to Demons. Okay. I I love that movie too. Yeah. I, I love those old Italian movies. Those are great.
0: Sounds like it could be a uh, soundcheck flicks. uh, Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. You never know.
1: I'd love that.
0: Night out on the town. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We got to go do that stuff. We might have to do that
1: for Corey Feldman and the Lost Boys uh, (laughs) playing a House of Blues. I'm not afraid of that. Did you see that picture of
0: Corey Feldman and, and a, Mike Patton on Right, I, I, I
1: did see that. It's terrific. At
0: which Plosive's played
1: as well,
2: which, which is cool. I was like, huh, who's that dude? do rec- well, That guy looks familiar, but who is that? Well, uh,
0: uh, did you recognize Corey <laughs> Feldman? Yeah, totally.
1: okay. uh, then there's a picture of Corey in that same outfit, waiting in a line for a corn dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Corey's not a bad guy. Come no. on. No, the fact, no, the fact that he's
2: waiting in line for something is that says a lot. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna work on I have an in possibly with Corey. Man. I would
1: love to have him. I i I admire the shit out of his career. Maybe yeah, we like.
0: could get him to break the pedophile ring uh, in Hollywood here on the show. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. You <laughs> no, are no, not. 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 No, not. Dude, no, we're one not ever, no one's no one's ever tried to do that, I'm sure. We're, we're not
0: that kind of <laughs> podcast. But whatever. He says he's holding on to information. I'm
2: sure he is. Well, that's oh that's information with Michael Jackson. The yeah. other Corey.
1: Oh man. Oh. Uh, Kurt Russell does. I told you this earlier. It made me laugh on the when I was bringing you here earlier. We uh, were on the car ride, and uh, the same day, July tenth, nineteen eighty one, that Escape from New York is released. Uh, Disney releases Fox and the Hound, which also has Kurt Russell in it. Oh wow! As the voice same of day. Copper. Yeah wow. yeah. wow. Wow. So one of my favorite Disney films comes out on the very same day. So Kurt Russell had two movies going to the cinema on that same day. <laughs> Completely One. different from each other, yeah. And now we understand why he couldn't get away from the Disney thing. Yeah,
2: he's still doing it then. God. Yeah, he was still doing it then, <laughs> yeah. and so
1: that's why people couldn't in you know, the only action world didn't want to take him seriously. And it's like, no, you know, the, I know he did the computer that wore tennis shoes or whatever, yeah, the oh, yeah. world's greatest athlete or whatever. Yeah, but he, totally.
2: follow I me, love boys. Those Disney films. I, I've only saw the. I saw They're all first on too. Disney Plus, yeah. right? All those all old yeah, Disney have, uh, movies, but he's terrific. Little, he could little do this, cut Kurt Russell. <laughs> you know, so
1: I love at the end too when he just. He gives the president one last chance in Escape from New York. He yeah. walks up to him after they've he's rescued him, yeah. and he says to him, can I have a moment of your time? Yeah. And the president's like, sure. And he's like, I just want to ask you. A lot of people had to die to get you yeah. here. What do you think about that? And he just gives him the standard politician answer. Yeah. And Snake has the tape in his back yeah. pocket. He already knows he's giving him the wrong tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So he he gives him the yearbook answer and snakes just like, you confirmed everything that I think about yeah. you and I'm going to watch this world burn. Yeah. And he just walks away from, and that's when we get the great last scene with him and Lee Van Cleef. I'm too tired. Yeah, totally. I'm too tired <laughs> to kill you. Yeah. And, uh, call me Pliskin. Yeah. yeah. And he walks away and he's tearing up the audio tape as he walks away. And then he tosses the audio tape to the side. I'm like, wouldn't they find that? Yeah. yeah. They could yeah. fix that. Yeah, they they could do, fix it'd be that. too late. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but the song the president plays is the bandstand song, the bandstand from <laughs> <bandstand, laughs> American that Bandstand. That was Ernest stand, yeah.
0: Borgnine, Cabby's favorite song. Yeah,
1: yeah. That ending is just so FTW. Yeah. It's just like I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm just gonna watch it burn. And I, you know, and the sensibilities of the cinema viewers at that time, I don't know. You know, I think that was new to a lot of us because yeah. usually the hero doesn't write quite right off like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's just like, no, I did my mission, and I'm out of here. Yeah,
2: where I, does he, I where can't does believe go? I can't believe no one checked the tape.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I was thinking.
2: Like, why why wouldn't you check the tape Yes. Yeah, you just turn it on for a second.
0: <laughs> right Classic. On. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Any, sure, no anything problem. else you want to share? You, well, you got your uh, you're gonna do a, a comedy tour? I heard coming up. <laughs> <laughs> not me. No. Ryan is <laughs> he's, not um, oh. uh, he's not very funny. he's not very funny.
1: We don't swear. I
0: understand you're sponsored by uh, the Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Just <laughs> about. the Cherry Bomb.
0: Probably the second place to find a yeah. most nice guy. he got of the his weed.
1: tattooed across his chest. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: and he appreciates when you leave the club quickly and promptly yeah. after the shows so, so he can get to the Cherry Bomb, <laughs> which is just up the hill. And if so inclined, <laughs> you might ask him if he needs a ride. He would appreciate that. None of this a is a lie. The bomb. None of
2: this is a lie.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. We're just here to help. I don't know. What else do you need? Uh, That's about it. We do appreciate the pizza. pizza. We are. Shout out the pizza. Yeah. Oh,
2: look. uh, Lefty's Pizza is the best pizza in San Diego, I think.
0: Great place. We appreciate it. They they hook it up. Yeah. They take care of us Shouldn't they sponsor this?
2: Don't we have some? (laughs) Do you want to sponsor
0: this? (laughs) I'll wear their t shirt. We're cheap. We come with food. Uh, You're on. But thanks, Ben. 30 years. Legendary. Um, is, is there one story that stands out? Uh, you know, that's I ask you the stupid things it, thrown it, it, out. I mean, it's I mean all is there, boring, a, what about somebody you've met? Have you ever met somebody here over the years that you admire? Oh,
2: well, recently we had a Keanu Reeves drop by, which i was amazed.
0: Yeah. Uh, Did you get the chance to
2: uh, I mean, check his ID, I guess? Uh, you were hey. the first one yeah. to encounter him. I was. Yeah. Because uh, the band had written him down on the list, which I'm like, yeah, people do that all that's the time. That's a thing. People yeah. don't
1: know that you're not yeah. in this industry. Yeah. Bands will write. Yeah. Artists yeah, and sure. famous people's names on the list. They'll write like Dolly Parton or Willie yeah, I mean, Nelson. I mean, Osborne, yeah, yeah they man. know they're not going to show up. Municipal Waste, funny enough, has like Don Swayze or something on theirs, which is great because <laughs> they didn't even put Patrick. They put Don. I Dawn. think that's
0: genius because what if then he says to you, like, dude, Keanu Reeves is coming here tonight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it becomes like it gets right. people to come to the show. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Well, it turns out he was but fucking he, here. He actually <laughs> which, was. Which I said, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll I'll never forget there was a band Pond playing here from Australia, oh, no and that night Kevin Parker was here hanging out. And oh. he's the front man, the the dude. He's Tame Impala, and he's just here hanging out to see Pond, which right. is his backing band. Oh, in Tame Impala, but he's you know he's one guy that creates. Well, it for all.
1: me it was Rob Halford hanging out here oh. to still see. Uh, to see Pelican. Oh, oh wow. man, still
0: missed that one. Well, he, Ace, Freely being here. He,
1: yeah, that was pretty cool. Ace came. I was here for that. I did. The, I was doing the side door. Ace came in and out at the Dragons Memorial. Yep. Long live Steve uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. And uh, he came in and he did a couple songs with him. Uh, what is it? The uh, Bad Reputation. Yeah. Yeah. He did that one and uh, maybe one other one. And Matt from the Bronx, I think, was up there with yeah. him. But yeah, that was that was completely awesome. I mean.
2: I, I, saw, I, I, I had a Rob Halpert uh, moment here. Yeah. Uh, he, he came to see a Pansy Division.
0: Oh, of course.
1: Of course.
2: And uh, he got on stage. Then they did uh, Breaking the Law, the Sodomy Law. He oh.
3: did
0: what? And
2: breaking the Law, the Sodomy Law. <laughs> and then at, at the end of which he said, I guess now I'm in the Rock and Roll Hall of Flame. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, oh, own it, Rob, own it.
0: <laughs> Any artist been a douchebag? Oh,
2: uh, Every now and then.
0: Anybody in particular? I'm we're not naming that, names? I'm, I'm okay. not names. No, no, we're not, we're not that. All right. We're not those um, guys. Who's your we fake? keep our secrets. That's why we're yeah. professionals. I guess so. We want to be controversial. We need, no, we don't. We need more <laughs> likes and no. Oh, we, don't. we want breaking news. No. Nope. Well, thanks, Ben Heine. We no, appreciate man. your tolerance of all the people. Everybody should respect you. You've been there a long time. Uh, dedicated to the Casbah. Uh, it's pretty amazing. You have a lot of stories to tell. And, and maybe you guys
1: should just ask him sometime. He'd probably tell you some fun story about this club. And he's just been called. I've been here. <laughs> I've been here for 15 years now. I just celebrated my 15 when you celebrated your 30. <laughs> wow. And you. My friend, you are my, you are my Wade Garrett. You really, you really are my Wade Garrett. I, I love you. I'm so happy to have spent this last 15 years working with you. I think you didn't play favorites when people asked who your favorite people yeah, are no. you worked with. I will. You, you, you are absolutely one of my favorite people. I'm so oh, happy you. to have you on you this too. podcast and I just wish nothing but the best for you and what? your health and the future. You're you know, team. he was an asshole for a long time. And he's, <laughs> he's really come around. Not to me. Yeah. Uh, he's always been more of a mentor and a, and a steady hand well, with me, you and that's cause what problems. I appreciate. He would. Well, <laughs> well maybe it was those, uh, like, when I used to broadcast from this uh, very uh, booth yeah.
0: in the early days. Till one, something at night. That's when the show was on at midnight. Know, we I, would broadcast here at midnight, have bands up front. and Yes, we would keep everybody here till 2.30 on a 30. Monday. I, I was so excited to be able to do that, though. You don't even know. So yeah. thank you. For allowing me to do things that what irritated mean? the hell out of you. but over the years I
1: think I've gotten you fed and cannabis. You are the guy yeah, that is—you've no. given his life to the Casbah. Yeah, really, much. I mean, three decades in—you, this is yeah. this is your life story, and and it's made, you've helped write a major chapter in the Casbah story, and I think we're all thankful for for that.
3: Well,
1: be proud of that. I am. I you am. should
0: be. I am. Thanks for picking one of my favorite films. That's the best part. I don't have to pick my favorite film. Although, we got to <laughs> get somebody to do The Warriors soon. It'll yeah. happen. We'll it's happen. too good. All right. This,
2: yeah, it's a great movie. Let's but do Thanks, it.
0: thanks yeah. so much for checking us out. Follow, like, tell a friend. It is Soundcheck Flicks presented by the Casbah, and today also presented by the Cherry Bomb. Where Do you have your own stool? That should happen. You, uh, I mean, yeah. Do you have your own drink? Well, you oh, I do have one. How long from when you enter the door to the drink appearing in front of you? It's got to be less well, than it's, a 30 seconds. A I don't know. Yeah,
2: sometimes the bartenders are busy. I'm not a guy who says hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. If, if they're busy, they're busy. Right. If they're not, I but get it pretty not, quick. But if they're not, I get it pretty quick. What, yeah.
0: is, what is your, your regular I cocktail? I
2: Captain Morgan and Diet Coke.
0: There you go. You can get him one here at the bar always That's visit the true, back bar true. by the way remember Casbah has a back bar i don't think the
1: back bar quite gets the no, respect it's, it, it does it's deserve. underloved let's yeah. give them a pro tip hell if the people that actually listen to this yeah. podcast yeah. yeah come to the back bar when you come to a show here because it is rarely as busy as the front bar but it's, yeah, it's gotta not be always busy open
0: because it's not always open but right. it is a it's a guaranteed quicker yeah. service mm-hmm. pro tip. on the night that it's open yep. and, and many people come here for the first time they don't even know there is a back bar yeah. so yep. We are sharing this to people that obviously know we have one, but tell a friend, visit the back bar. (laughs) And thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you to Orion and Eric and Graham. Always good to see you. Let's go see a movie. We will.
3: All
2: right. Hey, SCF fans, it's producer Eric, and the scouts say you guys show a lot of promise in checking out next week's episode, Slapshot.
1: Tune in to see who our special guest is.